Welcome to Southern Gospel Now, your weekly look inside Southern Gospel music. I'm Greg Goodman, and this is episode 140 of our series. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by daywind.com, where you'll find Southern Gospel CDs and soundtracks. We begin our report with an update on Claude Hopper. Claude suffered two minor heart attacks earlier this month and was diagnosed with an aneurysm. Dean Hopper updates us on his father's condition. We are treating it with medication. The doctors are at this point. But if he has another pain or episode, then we're going back to the hospital and they are going to either do a bypass or try to stent the problem. It's so narrow that the aneurysm could burst if that kind of pressure is put on it, but it's restricting blood flow at the same time. All that to say, we covet your prayers. We give thanks to God for keeping my dad alive and, and pretty well. He's at home kicking and screaming. He's ready to get out, but right now he's really taking it easy. David Sutton of Triumphant Quartet is becoming a part of the Triumphant Granddad Club. Today is January the 16th. All right, get to the cake. Right, you ready? Here we go. Y'all ready? Yep. All right. David Sutton doing the honors there at the big gender reveal. It's a boy for David's oldest daughter, Mallory, and her husband, Seth. Our congratulations to the whole family. Billy Blackwood and his wife, Cherry, just landed in Mexico. They'll be there for four months attending a school for orphanage management. Billy says he doesn't know what the next step will be after this, but he and Cherry believe that God was calling them to be obedient in this step. Let's keep Billy and Cherry Blackwood in our prayers. As we talk about trips out of the country, Zane and Donna King just returned from one. Zane King here to tell us about an interesting situation while they were there. So here at the start of the new year, Donna and I, we took a big trip all the way down to South Africa and Zimbabwe. And wow, what a trip it was. Uh, One of the things that really stood out to me, we were actually on one of our safari drives one morning. And suddenly uh, the driver, he came to an immediate stop. And we were kind of like, okay, must be something to see. And he pointed in the front direction and he said, you see that snake right there? And we were like, uh, yeah, (laughs) there it is. And he's like starting to back the the vehicle up. And we were like, okay, I wonder what he's doing. He said, well, we can't cross the path with that snake because possibly he might get upset about that. And that he actually has the ability to be able to jump up into the Jeep uh, where we were. And he said, and you don't want this snake to bite you and get mad at you because you would basically have about 40 minutes to live from the time this black mamba would bite you. Anyway, that was a crazy moment, but uh, we loved South Africa. It was absolutely beautiful. The people were beautiful, and we just uh, rejoiced in the fact that we got to do it. I don't want anything to do with snakes. How about you? (laughs) Jonathan Wilburn tells us about a skill that he might be a bit rusty on, but he's picking back up. I played the bass guitar for my family, the Wilburns, and when I started with Gold City in 1996, we had the best bass player in gospel music, Adam Borden. So there was no need for me to play the bass anymore, so I laid it down, and I really haven't had much interest in it since then. And I was going through some old pictures, and I saw a picture of me with my dad, my granddad, my aunts and uncles. We were on the Courthouse Square in Carthage, Tennessee, and my dad would do a summer sing every year. And we would sing from the old Heavenly Highway hymns and the Stamps Baxter and all those things. And I looked up there, and I could see me uh, with my Fender Precision that my father had bought me. 
and it just ignited a something inside of me that wanted to play the bass guitar again. Recently, I talked to Jordan Lefevre, and Jordan's he's he's a bass player, and he had a bass guitar he wanted to get rid of, and it's a 1981 Fender Precision bass guitar. It's beautiful. It's red, and I'm excited. I've I've already. Uh, been uh, notified that I have to move my practice to the basement. Levi Mills of the Sound tells us how the group wrapped up 2023. We wrapped up 2023 in a pretty exciting way. We were actually a part of the Gaither Christmas Tour, which is a wonderful thing. Every year they do a Christmas tour. We were blessed to be part of it this year. Uh, We're not sure if we're going to be a part of it next year, but uh, we strongly encourage you to go out and see that tour if it comes to your area at Christmas time. We had a wonderful time doing it this year. And then, of course, we got to spend some time at home with our families over uh, Christmas and New Year's, but we're back at it in 2024. We have a lot of exciting things planned for you as the sound this year, so keep an eye out for us. And uh, we hope to see you somewhere along the way. Speaking of the Gaither vocal band, their current hit is Make the Morning Worth the Midnight. Bill Gaither here to tell us how the song came about. Larry Gatley came into the studio one day when we were working on another song. And I said, Larry, how you doing? He said, well, pretty good today. But boy, I tell you, had a hard time going to sleep last night. The midnight was pretty tough. To which I said to Larry, well, I hope the morning was worth the midnight. He looked at me and said, hey, we need to write that. And I thought of all the midnights that people who had friends and loved ones and kids and grandkids just for whatever reason could not go to sleep. And they may have prayed this prayer many times, Lord, please make the morning worth the midnight. Here's John Duran Rousey to tell us how he and Sue C. Smith developed the idea to write Heaven is Happening, which is performed by the Guardians. Heaven is Happening here on Earth was the brainchild of a friend of mine, he said it to me one day. Uh, we were talking and just uh, having a normal conversation, and he said to me, you know what, uh, everybody talks about going to heaven all the time, but we need heaven to happen here on earth. And people just do the good things, like pay it forward. And when he said that, something just said to me that there's a song in there, and I started to think about the fact that there are people who are really living the gospel. There are people who are, and it, it's as simple as a mama who is uh, taking care of her children or a dad who's making a living for his family and just people who want to do the right thing and are showing a little bit of what heaven's all about right here on earth. So I hope people get that message that it needs to happen here before we get there. Time for a look at the top Southern gospel songs of the week from the Power 50 chart. Number five. Until we fly away. Ernie Haas and Signature Sound. Unstoppable God, the Kingsman. The God. Number three. I think I'll just go on, the Perry. I think I'll just go on and praise Him, for I know that it's already on the way. Number two. Cheese, Karen Peck and New River. And we shall come rejoice. Number one. 
Here comes Jesus. Jeff and Sherry Easter with Mo Pitney. Here comes Jesus, making my blind eyes see. Congratulations to Jeff and Sherry Easter for capturing number one this week with Here Comes Jesus, which they perform with Mo Pitney. That's our report. Don't forget, you can register for Southern Gospel Prize Packs at southerngospelprizes.com. Currently, you'll find the Josh Singletary Prize back up for grabs, celebrating his new instrumental project, Grant. Details and registration at southerngospelprizes.com. Thanks for listening to Southern Gospel Now. If you missed any of our earlier episodes, you'll find them wherever you find podcasts, or you can listen at southerngospelnow.com. I'm Greg Goodman. Remember to love your neighbor. I'll see you back here next week for another edition of Southern Gospel Now.